Welcome back to System and Disturbia, the podcast where the hosts are not actually dead. Ha ha. Joke on you. Funny prank. This is Bren. Time goes slower at times. What the fuck? <laughs> and I'm Tech Boy. <laughs> you got fucking Confucius over there. Confucius say, <laughs> man with sticky dick. <laughs> Could you? Yeah, Tech Boy who doesn't you, know more what than what his kids. What the hell are you talking about? Could you imagine? What the hell are you talking about? I listen to that podcast, and your kids they are, are smarter. They're not yeah. smarter. Could you imagine? They know got, a lot more okay, about Minecraft. Is, is could you imagine good. opening? No, guys, listen. Could you imagine opening a fortune cookie, and it says, "Time <laughs> moves slower at that, times." I mean, would, I would you feel gypped by, by that fortune, fortune cookie? cookie? Absolutely. That's a racist thing to say. What? How is that racist, Jathan? Because. Well, tell me. Tell me how. Tell me how it's racist. Define it, the racism. No, just some people would be offended by you saying Jim. What? Some people are what? fucking idiots. What? Just saying. What's wrong? Well, with, they're what, wrong. Tell, tell me, please. What's wrong with the word Jim? Like who? If, who's a? No, who's, we're not getting into who's this. Who's offended no, we're not by getting the word Jim? It's dumb. Well, they're fucking idiots. Okay, so in this episode, we'll be talking about alter- basically alternatives to SSH. Moreover, SSH clients, different ways of interacting with remote terminals. It's a little bit of a hazy, I I don't know exactly how to phrase it, but it's essentially a a, a way of uh, 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 words. Are you all right? (laughs) No. This is one of those cases where Brent's moving at one speed and time is going at different speeds. And I think this is how it manifests. Time moves slower at times. Time moves slower at times. (laughs) Jesus. Do, do you have feel a like backup going or something? Uh, is that why you're, you're buffering and your single core processor are there? I mean, come on, man. Yeah. My, yeah, Borg is running in Brent's fucking head right now. My IO weight is through and the fucking And he's XC9ing that shit, so it's all of the CPUs. Uh, and I'm swapping. Cause it's, and you're it's, at a disk, right? So you're, just, uh, you're at a RAM, so it's just swapping yeah. the disk, right? Yeah. You're, it's a 5400 RPM hard drive. <laughs> yeah. VM swappiness equals 100. <laughs> yeah, so oh, essentially God. what we'll be talking about is different ways of interacting with the Linux command line. And I don't mean like shell. just the command line. All right, yeah. I'll, I mean, I'll grant that. The one thing but... that we're talking about is explicitly not really that. Yeah, I guess I guess we could just say remote management of Linux systems, a remote interaction. remote access. Yeah, yeah. But well, yeah, but I mean, access is a little bit too open because like Nginx is access. Yes, but it will make more sense once we start talking. Okay. About yeah, it. yeah, yeah. You guys will figure. You it out. You guys will figure it out. Yeah. This is a topic that's about something, and you will know later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Rents? Still trying to figure it out too. I've given up. Well, that's obvious. I mean, you know. I've given up. You're stuck in a continuous backup loop where time moves Listen, slower. Listen, did, did your STP protocol or, or STP get turned off or something? I mean, what the hell, man? Why are you? <laughs> well, I mean, as long as you have a flat uh-huh. network structure, turning SAP off should be okay. It's when you get redundant links in place that you really start yeah, to right, need STP. Right, right, right. So maybe somebody should check if NTP is running. Maybe the date's fucked up. Yeah, maybe I'm just skewed like five seconds. <laughs> I am skewed. Well, you're definitely not a calculator, so. 
Uh, so much better. Can I just tell you? Can I just tell you? First of all, <laughs> shout out to my wife and your wife, and yeah, your wife, and also to Jason Beard. You did a great job. Fantastic work. Your beard. Beard. Don't worry about it. We'll tell you when you're older. We'll tell you when you're older. No, seriously though, Kitty, Emily, and Nina, you guys did it. Well, Nina. I didn't want to say her name. I didn't remember if she said her name. But anyway, she did. Yeah, uh, anyway, she, so yeah, Katie, Emily, For and sure. Nina, you guys did a fantastic job. I, I already said this uh, to you guys already, but I figured I'd just let the world know that I thought that uh, they did an amazing job. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, so I mean, good shit, good stuff. Proud of you. Yeah, good shit. It was decent. You okay. said you hated it, Jayton. I mean, no, I didn't no, no. Say that. This is what he said. You he did. said, he said to me, because he's like, "Did you guys listen to this?" And I said, mm-hmm. "Yeah," and I did a review in the channel. And he goes, "What did he say? Where was it?" You spelled it wrong. Off. What? You said not glowing, and I said, and and it's like, dude. Yeah, your review wasn't glowing. What? What the hell, dude? What? What do you, I mean, it kind of was, Jay Thon. Uh, first of I would all, call ladies, that a glowing review. Amazing, in all caps, job. Y'all should be your own show. Second, I am super impressed at how y'all handle that. Amazing job, stellar, wonderful, and awesome. That's not glowing. Eat my fucking deck. That's like, that's like maybe tone it down yeah, a little. That's fucking, like that's clan. fucking knighting like them right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they they did. they did do a great yeah. job. That was the first time I, Nina's been on the podcast. That was the first time the first podcasting experience as well. So, Jathan, has Katie been on our podcast before? Not to the best of my knowledge. He doesn't no. know. And yeah, they did pretty well. They did really good. They did fucking great, man. Yeah. Oh, for Jathan, we're not reading that. Jathan sent a link as to why Jit is apparently uh, racist. I am just saying there are some people who would feel that way. Mm-hmm. I'm who, trying to be who? inclusive and shit. I don't then, personally know anybody, but I don't say that either. <laughs> I guarantee it's a bunch of white women. I guarantee it too. Went to college for way uh-huh, too long. Absolutely. For way Jesus. too long. Not that going to college okay. is a bad thing. Yeah, it's not a good thing. It's not. Yeah, college as it pertains is is generally terrible. I think I think we put way too much weight into it these days. But yeah, I got a one of my coworkers just finished paying off his student loan like last year or whatever and he's been out for mm. you know 15 years or whatever whatever it is mm. and what does he have to show for it does he have like a the job he he thought he would get i have no idea what job he thought he would get but i don't i don't even know he, is he even using his degree i have no idea i have no idea <laughs> what are we talking about let's just we're talking on. about how college is a sham college is a sham I you went to college to be a scientist and you are nowhere near a scientist I nor, am nor are you a, a doctor. No, you, you are, are not a scientist. You are the farthest thing from a scientist. You are anti-scientist. Okie dokie. <laughs> Okie dokie. Okie Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Oh, we're going to get DNC are ill, and I can't argue what with you guys, them. What are you guys drinking tonight? That's not for you I, to ask. Uh, what? What? Are we drinking tonight? What are we drinking? Brent, you go first. Yeah, I'm drinking a Black Christmas. Do you guys remember what a Black Christmas no, is? No, I have no idea what yes, a Black Christmas it's is. It's Kraken and... Shh, don't, don't tell Jay me. Jaython, be quiet. Mm-hmm. Kraken The adults are and... talking right now. Please be quiet. No, he's, he's crack... half right. Is it Kraken and <laughs> know, like ginger ale or something weird? No, a Kraken and apple uh, apple cider. Oh, Like God. the juice kind, not the yeah. hard cider. Not real yeah, that's, cider. That's gross. No, it's good. Don't judge don't it until you try it. I think Kraken is good. 
Well, um, it's actually well, not Krakensinitis, Jonah's Curse, but Black Spiced Rum is the important part of that equation. I see. Well, you didn't explain that. Well, I mean, it doesn't have to be Kraken, though. You kind of sort of didn't let him explain yes. it in the first yes. part, because you just kind of like, that's gross. Yeah. And you didn't get to let him tell you that it was made with what and how, and so that's your fault for... I mean, if you don't like Black in. Spiced Rum, that's fine, too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not yeah. a big fan. I will say Black Christmases are delicious, though. And Black it's, it's Christmases. Like, you know, the the white girls and their Starbucks... Uh, <laughs> what was it called? The Autumn Cappuccino? The, the Pumpkin Spice Bullshit. That's what I'm thinking of. Who knows? The Pumpkin Spice Bullshit. Pumpkin so spice. they can have their yeah. pumpkin spice. It's called pumpkin spice. They can have their pumpkin spice season. This is Black Christmas season. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So. Mm-hmm. One time I had way mm-hmm. too much Kraken, and I'm pretty sure that it was presented to me by Johnny. <laughs> Sounds about right, yeah. Can you guys believe that it's almost November? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this has been, like, a really wackadoodle I week. feel like October uh, flew by. Week. So. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it felt like every month flew by, really, because... And then they also I mean, kind of drag January. on. Like, I can't believe it's still 2021. Yeah. But right. unlike right. 2020, like, 2020 just flat out dragged on. But each day felt like it flew by. Like, and, and each week felt like it flew by. But in 2021, it's like, it's more things just feel like they're taking forever. Like, I don't have as much of the, wow, that was... Or, no, no, no. It, it, it's more of the things flew by sense. Yeah, yeah. I don't have that, oh, this, I can't believe it's still 2020, you know? Like, I don't have that in 2021. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Holy crap. I mean, it's and it's almost over, you know? I mean, we're... I know, I know. We're five-sixths the way through, so... I would say that we're ten-twelfths of the way through. Hayden, so help me. <laughs> Always reduce your fractions. <laughs> I know. I know. I was just going for the, the month joke, but anyway... I digress. That is a good way to make any engineer instantly hate you is to not reduce your fractions. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hate fractions anyway, and I hate most engineers, so it's all good. <laughs> there you go. Just kidding, <laughs> Just kidding engineer. Yeah. I don't hate you. Architects. Jfun, did you say what you're drinking? No. Well, what are you drinking? You you did Peyton? No. No, it's your turn. You're next. Well, I'm supposed to go first. Well, the order is all messed up because I bad. almost never go first. So we're we're, we're flying yeah, by the seat of our being, pants here. Well, I don't we're like being this. nice to the. You have to be flexible, Jathan. I'm not. Flexible. And you know well, I'm not. Put your legs behind your. Well, you need put to put your legs behind your head. <laughs> okay, and all right, and let's all right, lick all right, your ass. Okay, right, you need everybody to learn. Listen, you need to clan. Listen. Okay. 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 I am drinking Hogback Distilling High Wheat Bourbon. Excuse me. Hogback. Hogback. That sounds like a sexual act. How, how, Hogback how is back, a, a type of how, a rock formation. Uh huh. How back did the hog go? <laughs> I don't. It is a sexual position. Well, <laughs> it absolutely. So is. here, <laughs> by the way, guys, Jathan is a furry, and um, he's false. interested in the four states that bestiality is still legal in this is not true so if you have an in for him all pun intended that is not true on the list of the whiskeys i just sent you (laughs) Uh the rye is probably my favorite Uh followed by the high rye bourbon this is my first time really trying the high wheat so so how high was the rye when it backed the hog So you thought, do you like backing your rug and your your rye into hugs? 
was funny. You only or is she more your, your style? <laughs> Maybe dogs Jay- or Jay-thon's horses house. or Jathan's house where the men are men, the women are women are men, and the sheep are scared. <laughs> Jathan, do the horses neigh when they finish? <laughs> What? Okay, moving on. I refuse to engage in these antics. I've broken Peyton. It's so fucking funny, though. Those poor horses, man. They didn't ask for this. Do they neigh? Unbelievable. I don't think an animal so can you, consent, Jathan. I think this so might Jay-thon, be... So, let me ask you, how does the hogback compare to... What was that shit? A oh, buffalo trace. How does it compare mm. to the buffalo trace? Well, I mean, it's a much smaller batch product, so the one thing I'll say about hogback is it's kind of ever-changing. You know, the mm. batches are not necessarily consistent because they're made... I mean, it's not It's not a massive distillery. Actually, did I, I, sh- I should... Did I tell you this- what the word trace is, Jathan? I should tell you what disclose Buffalo Trace means. That the guy who distills and owns Hogback mm-hmm. is a personal connection. Is that the guy that was where there was this big to do? You made a couple episodes about this guy who like has works at a distil- distillery or is a distillery or something like that. No, different guy. Different guy. Okay. And did I tell you what Buffalo Trace means? Like what the phrase means? I think it means whiskey. No, it means buffalo urine. <laughs> Trace is urine. So you're literally drinking you're buffalo drinking piss. You're drinking buffalo piss. Yeah. Okay, you literally couldn't tonight. even you're find drinking, buffalo trace in Pennsylvania right now because no. it's so goddamn popular. Mm. Seems like a fad. It's not a fad. Uh, doubt. It's extremely doubt. high quality for the cost. Very, high, mm. very highly Mm-mm. doubt. Very highly Mm-mm. doubt that. Okay, well, I have some friends coming out here in okay. a couple weeks. You have some friends? And all they've been asking me to do is find Buffalo Trace before them? they come. That doesn't really prove that it's a good whiskey, Jay. No, but it proves that they can't find it. Yeah. But it is also a good whiskey. No, uh, no. Dude, mm. it's... Well, no, I Look mean, just because something your sample size is your sample size is what? Three people? Okay, where... I mean, Jathan, Jathan, Jose Cuervo is popular. Yeah, yeah, Jose Cuervo is popular. Okay, so but it's not really Brent, a yeah. good it's spirit. Not a good tequila. Yeah, it's not a good tequila. Look up fucking like Flaviar, Flaviar, or or Master of Malt, or somebody who literally tastes whiskey all the time. Look up their review of what about the dude that got divorced because he was tasting whiskey? Does he have an opinion on Ooh, it? What the dude who got divorced? He had a video about his wife leaving him because he was. Sipping whiskey all the time, tasting whiskey. Well, who reviewing whiskey? I don't remember the name. Jesus Christ! Well, it sounds like he to needed me. to get did divorced. You t- did you tell us about him before? Here, here's two guys mm-hmm. who literally have a whiskey review channel. Yeah, here it is. Yeah. Whiskey blogger, Li- Jathan. Anyone goes viral after wife leaves in mid review. That's hilarious. Food quig or something like that. I don't know. What hey, and send me a link. I'll put it in the errata. Jay uh-huh, yeah, yeah. literally anyone can start a channel. That doesn't give them any accreditation. No, they literally run a whiskey marketing school. Nor does it. Nor does it make them oh worth listening. God. Who cares? Oh, I remember this guy. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> okay. Anyways, Peyton, what are you drinking? I am drinking water. Mm, it's good. Wow. Good stuff. Very, very cool. Very healthy of you, Peyton. 
Very How do you guys feel about 101? 101? What? Wild Turkey. 101. Uh, I don't like Wild Turkey. Eh. Oh, man. Right. I think Wild Turkey is great, too. Nah, even if it's a different I know that we have very different tastes in, I would drink in bourbon, though. Brent and I. Yeah, I like bourbon. Yeah, so do I. No, you don't. You like smooth stuff that... You think you like bourbon. Yeah, no. you think you like bourbon. <laughs> Dude, the stuff that I sent you... You think you like bourbon. Breckenridge bourbon. Yeah, it's trash. It's not smooth, though. Yeah, okay, that doesn't mean it's good. I think it's good. It's got to have... Do. It's got to not be smooth, and it's actually got to have a flavor to it. You like a lot more oak than I do. Yeah, because I like actual whiskey. It's what actual whiskey is supposed to taste like, not some frilly ass. I mean, whiskey is a very generic term. Like, no, you don't taste any fucking barrel in Canadian whiskey, for example. You don't need to taste barrel for it to be. Or Irish whiskey is probably even a better example. Okay, yeah. You just said you said. I but said, Irish like, whiskey isn't You like smooth. oaky bourbon, and you say, yes, it is. No, I yes, like bourbon is. that tastes like Red bourbon. Red Breast 12 goes down like butter. Okay. Or Green Spot? You don't think those are smooth? No, not compared to the stuff you drink. You're a psycho. <laughs> you don't know. Yeah. Jay over there mad. I think everyone, I think everyone here mad. knows who the real psycho you is. You don't know what you're talking about. Big Buffalo mad. Piss Boy. You don't know what you're yeah. saying. Buffalo Piss Boy. It's fine yeah, if you don't know. I'd rather drink water than buffalo urine, honestly. Buffalo so. piss! Okay. Constellation urine. So, Payton. Yes. What's your tip? Yeah. All right. So, Jathan asked me to talk about Durenv. Mm. D-I-R-E-N-V. It's meant to unclutter your dot profile. Obviously, your dot profile is referenced when you log into a system. There are scripts and things that can be run from that. I believe it's run after dot bash and dot bash underscore profile. Anyway, before each prompt, der env checks for the existence of a dot ERENVRC file in the current and parent directories. If the file exists and is authorized, it is loaded into a bash subshell and all exported variables are then captured captured by der env and then made available to the current shell. So it hooks support hooks for common shells like bash, ZSH, TC, TCSH, and fish. Who the fuck uses fish, by the way? Variables without Dude, I have I a funny know, story about that. When I still worked at CU, there was a user... You used fish there? No, I didn't. But there was a user who oh. who one day put in a ticket and was like, I need to change my default shell. How do I do that? And I was like, you can't. CHSH? They can't CHSH? No. Because of the way we managed environment variables, we enforced everyone had to use bash. Yeah, but it's not set from a the end. The end var gets set from the shell, not the other way around. I'm just saying the shell you, is a user. Your thing. login it's, it's shell, an Etsy password. Your login shell could not be anything but bash. Okay, that makes more sense. Yes, the so this user just built fish in, in their home directory, I guess, or whatever, and then would <laughs> you know, like I'd, I'd log in and, and then, I'd be like, well, oh, what's just going on today? It from like bash rc or something. I think that, or they just typed it out. Every I don't know, but it was like, who, who, who's doing this? Like, why is somebody using this? I also had somebody who used um, seashell for a while, and I was like, what the hell's going on here? All right, that's that's. I mean, that's legit. I mean, Nobody's doing that anymore, Unix dude. User, if know. you weren't using Bash or ZSH, I imagine the only alternative that some people would maybe use is like Corn Shell. Yeah, I, I mean that's fair, but. You know, I mean, just because he's used to seashell doesn't mean... It's a weird thing. He was older, though. Doesn't mean he's not legit using it. Well, there you go. See? Yeah. He he probably started on seashell. I think there's a delay. 
There was. You're you were, sounding kind of weird. Gener- All right, live on air. Let's check Chathon's network statistics. You ready? Yes, do it. Okay, ping statistics. Average ping, 99.66. You know why? Navigation is 260. Dude, it, I fixed it. And that's TCP. You, we lost 106 pack uh, UDP packets from you. I fixed it. Which is a bit, a bit redundant, by the way. Because... What was it? What did you fix? Yeah, what did you fix, Jason? Borg started running. Mm. I don't After know you were joking uh, about it. I know, I know. You jinxed yourself. I don't know why, though. Cause I don't Congratulations, know. you played yourself. Yeah. You like that meme culture, Jason? Uh-huh. Do you like the dank memes? All right, let's get so, back to so Durin. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so anyway, it is compiled into a single static executable. It's fast enough to not be unnoticeable in each prompt. Wait, not I be unnoticeable? To, it's fast enough to be unnoticeable oh, okay. on each prompt. It is language agnostic. It can be used to build solutions similar to RBENV, PyNV, PyNV, and PHPNV. And it, it's packaged in most distributions already, so that's probably like Ubuntu and and whatnot. Yeah, anyway, so you can, you can install this. and Is it? Okay, mm-hmm. all right. It, uh, well, it might be in community, actually. I just remembered seeing it in Yay. It's in the AUR. I, uh, so anyway, I mean, this is it, and it looks like it can handle a lot of like it can handle a lot of good stuff in there. Yeah. Give you your variables and whatnot. I just think I it's dumb that it spawns a new shell. I think it's needed. Yeah, I think it's it's unnecessary. Yeah. Uh. So I mean, it's a it's a bash it's a bass sub subshell. Yeah. I mean, you do so you and all, it's a but new like new shell. But well, I mean, it, it forks. It's a new shell. Yeah. So, okay. No. 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 Wait. 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 Hold on. Though. What, Jaython? You're kind of what. What? The file itself is loaded in a subshell, but then the exported variables are captured and made available in your current shell. It's not like every time you, you enter can't, that's literally impossible. You can't take you, a child you can't take a I child's environment. It. I just did it. Watch watch like a fork monitor like top with forks enabled uh-huh. while you run it. That's literally impossible. I'm that's, telling uh, you what I guarantee happens. that's not what it's doing. It I might be doing something it. like manually setting them in your current I don't know why it wouldn't just set them in your current environment anyway. Well, I I couldn't tell you. But I can guarantee that you cannot take an environment variable from a child shell and pass it up to the the parent shell. That sounds wildly secure. Wildly secure? Yeah, that's why they do it, Chaito. Wait, wait, wait. hold on, hold on, hold on. (laughs) Why the hell? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, never mind. See, it looks in... It It contains an awful lot of weird shit in this package build. Yeah, but I mean, it it looks in current and parent directories. I mean, what if it doesn't sound like it's gonna be that fast? Honestly, I mean, mm. okay. So I I'll I'll tell you the reason this came up unless is it caches, but well, I mean, it's running a git command looks in all your parent directories in the current one. And it's pretty fast. Well, okay, so it's easier to go bottom up than top down because you've only got one level, right? Right. So in your current, let's say you're in slash a slash b slash c. Right, it just needs to look in C, then B, then A. Yeah, that's. But what if you're in A and you're you're saying, all right, in... tell no, me, this find all the look directions. directions either. No, I'm saying if it's if it's looking bottom up, it's going to be faster than looking top down. Yeah, because then it has to go A everything in A. Yes, exactly. B everything in B, C everything in C, then where you are. Right. Whereas if it's in C, it just goes C A C B A mm-hmm. and it's done. Mm-hmm. 
Sorry, Peyton, were you done? Did you have anything else? I was done. Okay. Yeah, I'm done. No, I'm right. done. I don't know if we were. It looks interesting, but it looks interesting, but I don't. I don't know that I'll install it. I have. I have no reason. I don't, to yeah, do I don't have a valid use for it, and it it seems convoluted as fuck. To if you would like to, if hear, you if need you would to, like to install it and let us know yeah. about it, then I mean, by all means, we'll uh, we'll talk about your question or your query on air. I will say, if you need to shit show, and if you're, okay. we will in a second. I, I will okay. say, if you're over relying on Durand. If you're, or if you rely on it, or if you feel like it'd be a good solution, you're probably overusing environment variables. They're well, not, no, 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 no. Like, There's... learn how to fucking use config files for. Hold on, sake. hold on. There's a very simple <laughs> use case that this encompasses, and this is why I don't want to say it's why I'm interested in it, but just mm. hold on, hold on. I'm testing something here. Live on air. Yeah. Live. Fuck it. 20, we'll do it live. Twenty-seven minutes in. Twenty-seven so minutes what? in, and we're doing it live. We're doing it live, Jathan. Live. Look, this is all that's We're happening. We're doing it live. So, okay, you guys can text this one here. But no, let's say you're doing Python development locally. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh let's God. say you're doing mm-hmm. Python development locally. Every time you uh-huh. open a new shell, change over to the directory, you have to activate the virtual environment, whatever, you could just have Durham do that for you. So you never cannot do it. You can't forget to do it. You can't be in the wrong virtual environment. That's a legitimately good use case. That's very simple. You don't have to. That's not overusing environment variables. That's a very simple, legitimate use case. No, I think it's dumb because you know my stance on virtual env in the first place. They're very good for local development. Mm, I'd rather just spin up a VM with uh, prod specs. I mean, if you've got a if you've got a dev who wants to use it, I don't see a reason to not let them use it. Yeah, whatever. But like, why not just spin up a VM with the same yeah. software and environment that prod is going to have. You're not going to have Durand and prod, you know? That's yeah, pointless. sure. Probably not. But, yeah. I mean, because yeah. not everybody uses VMs for development, I suppose. Okay. Well, maybe they should, Jathan, is my point. Anyway. Maybe they should be developing on platforms that well, they're developing that's not for you for. to decide, and it's not for me to decide. Well, I'm pretty sure it's for me to decide. It's just for them to ignore and, and get themselves into messes when uh, they don't. Okay, okay. So, you know, I mean, that's... That's pretty cut and dry, Jason. Uh, all right, all right. Okay, so let's start with guacamole. 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 My wife loves guacamole. My wife loves guacamole. Not that guacamole. I'm talking about Apache guacamole. I know. Apache I know, I know. guacamole. I know. Yeah. I know. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. yeah. So guacamole is, at its heart, it is a web-based VNC client. It can do a lot of other fancy stuff. But that's what it is at its core. That's what it was started to do. And it's not that bad. You know, I mean, before that, you had, uh, oh, what was it called? It was some bullshit Java applet back when Java web applets were a thing <laughs> before everyone decided that was a terrible idea. And then, you know, Guacamole came along and, and they, they did it all with HTML5 and JavaScript. And it's all Ajaxy and slick because HTML5 does have some really cool AV stuff built right into it, which is nice. And it's it's miles better. Chances are if you get a VPS at any given VPS provider, if they provide you a, you know, TTY access, a, a virtual console, that is probably based on Guacamole. It may not be using Guacamole. guacamole. Yeah, gua- Guacamole. 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 Get it? Because like guacamole, but guacamole. Put, it, put put that put that guacamole in your quesadilla. Yeah, exactly. The That'll be quesadilla. Yeah, quesadilla. Is it a quesadilla? Oh, whatever. It's quesadilla. That's what you're talking about. I know what it is. 
Jesus Christ. Wow, Peyton, you're so uncultured. Peyton is, is big mad. Yeah. Everyone's big mad. Why are you know guys big about mad? Mexican food. Oh, for fuck's sake. I know sake. more about Mexican food than you do. Shit for brains. Nah. That's true. I'm just kidding. You're not really shit for brains. Nah. I feel like anyway. I feel like I would too with my time in Louisiana. It's like Jathan, like he's he's like yeah. you know he's yeah. way too north for that, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, anyways, he is. he is. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's a it's really nice. It does also do remote desktop protocol and SSH, which is again you know why you typically see it in these uh, VPS turn, uh, virtual console applications. It is really handy in that it can kind of provide a. You know, you can use your browser as a quote-unquote IPMI client. It's not obviously really IPMI, but it, it feels kind of like it. And, you know, again, since it uses HTML5 and JavaScript, just standard AJAX shit, it's, you know, you don't need to download any plugin or anything like that. It's it's just about every major browser out there currently should support it. You know, I mean, as long as it's new, like your Firefox version 3 is probably not going to support it. But if you're using Firefox Internet 3, Explorer 6. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you're using those, maybe it's time to update, probably. You probably are still using XP, and you need, to, <laughs> you need to look inwardly about your issues because you have a lot of them. Yeah, well, there's some guy sitting in the corner with, like, OS2 warp, <laughs> refuses okay. to let go of it. Seriously, I used to, I, I, I rant about this. I used to listen to the Security Now podcast, yeah. okay? And one day he's like, well, I finally secured all of my XP systems. <sighs> And this was not a 15-year-old podcast. This was a modern-day, recent podcast from just a couple years ago, and he's still using XP, and he's talking about security. Um, hello, excuse me, what? Sorry, no, which, when, no, sir. which podcast is that? Security Now. Yeah. I think I'm just going to blacklist that on my own list, because that's... I mean... That seems really bad advice. It's a really... Well, listen, man. I mean, you know, I get it. You want to be security conscious, but XP has been proven to be not secure. And I mean, it's been it's end of life for how many years now? A lot. Yeah, a lot. Lots of years. I want to say at least seven off the top of my head. Let's see. And that's including the extensions. Let's see, it went EOL 2014, so it's been since then. Huh. All right, so Probably not as not as quite long as wait. No, that's seven years. Yeah, seven. Years. Wow, I guess I was right. Good job. Yeah, so stop using Windows XP, and if you call yourself yeah. a security expert or run a security podcast and you're still using Windows XP, maybe reconsider your profession. That said, Guacamole is, it's nice. I mean, it's its its got some fancy features, and it's, it's good if you need VNC or, you know, like a web-based SSH access. Now, keep in mind that because this lets you do things like circumvent firewalls, that's both a blessing and a curse. Speaking of security, right? Mm-hmm. Wait, what do you mean lets you circumvent firewalls? Okay, so like you may not have direct SSH access to a box, right? But if you set up Guacamole, the idea being you can access port 443, but on port 43, you can access SSH, right? I see, I see. Yeah. But did you guys know you can HTTP proxy SSH? Yes. Yes. It's kind of bullshit. It is. I've never done it, and I think it's... I did it a few times. It was weird. It's just, and I don't. Why would you ever do I that? Like, I didn't like doing it. I, well, I wanted to try and see what worked, and it did. So <laughs> I would never do it. Lesson again, learned. But it works. I did do it. Lesson learned. It does work. Yes. It's been supported since like SSH three. It works. Mm. Just not. Just don't open do it. SSH three. I should it, say. Try, try it. 
try it, check it out, but just don't do it. Yeah, yeah. It's... Ever. I mean, like, I guess it's still supported because there's some people out there that need it and, like, you know, more power to you, I guess, but, like... More power to them. Maybe just set up a VPN. Like, it's it's time. It's 2021, you know? like it's... Yeah, right. Oh, gosh. Well, what was that? What was that stuff they used back in the early aughts? Hamachi or whatever it was? There so are a lot of a lot of non-tech networking, yeah, remember? Non-technical people still use Hamachi. Yeah. And their enterprise offerings too. Like they've got enterprise bullshit, but to bring back some of the other ones, PC anywhere, my remote desktop. I've installed all of these yeah. at one time or another. Team Viewer. Team Viewer. There was the Cisco one that was pretty good. They all put I what it's called off the Cisco is no machine. I think Cisco bought No Machine. No Machine. I'm I think pretty that sure. might be right. Yeah. I forgot about No Machine. Yeah, and then there was FreeNX, but I don't think FreeNX is maintained anymore. Well, I mean, anyway, the whole point is, if you need access to your desktop from wherever you are to your desktop, right. try to get something that's security-minded. Well, so that's a question is, how does a Patkey Guacamole perform over a VPN? You know, I never tried it over a VPN. All right, well, let's do that. Well, not right now. Yeah, do it live. No, I'm not doing it live, Jason. Do it live. I have a, I have a, an episode to record here. We're not we'll doing pause. it live. We're not fucking, what's this? I can update this. this Yahoo face. I'll try it eventually. It but Yeah, we'll, we'll try, we'll try it. it. If I ever get around to it, I'll update the show notes. But, you know, I can't say how it performs. Probably fine. I mean, it's Brent's HTML5. essentially uh, quitting the podcast, guys. No, Chaitha. This is literally our third to last real episode. That's right. You're quitting. No, we're. It's ending. I'm not quitting. It's not like I'm leaving. But like, bye guys, have fun. It's like, well, it's it's coming to a close. I'll update the show notes if I ever get around to it. If I'm quitting, we're all quitting. (laughs) It sounds a lot like you're not doing it for the fans. Yeah, no, I'm absolutely not. I'm done. You're quitting. (laughs) I'm I'm burnt out. Quitter. But that doesn't mean I'm quitting. It just means I have very limited time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so give guacamole a spin. It might be useful for your... Or- I'm sorry, sir, it's guacamole. Gua- yeah, guacamole. Patent pending. Give, give guacamole a spin. It is trademarked, by the way. He put wasn't on, kidding about your, that. It is Apache... Put it on your quesadilla. It is Apache guacamole trademark. So, do we have to honor the trademark if we don't pronounce it as guacamole? I, I, no, I have no idea. I, I really... We need care. a lawyer. We need, like, a it lawyer be, on call for the podcast. I've, you know what we should do mm-hmm. is we should just pick a random lawyer from like a phone book and call them up and ask them this question. <laughs> it's like a divorce attorney. <laughs> call some random divorce attorney. Hey, do I have to honor a trademark when I'm talking about a product on air? No, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> Click. Oh, he's just like, oh, that's That'll not, be $300. That's not my wheelhouse. <laughs> <laughs> that's not my wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah, so like I said, this VNC, RDP, and SSH. And yeah, HTML5, man, it's, it's awesome. It does a lot of cool stuff. Well, and it's like the, it's a bit like the Google remote desktop. Have you guys oh, played with the that Chrome remote desktop? Yeah. Yeah, the Chrome, yeah, I've used yeah, that Chrome remote desktop. I, it's a bit like that. And I, I think it's, you know, it's nifty. It's not something that I would ever The difference is with, personally... with Chrome, you need an extension at the very least to yeah, yeah. be the, the server, so to speak, like the, the broadcaster. And you said that in quotes, yeah, server. Yeah, yeah. Because like really like Chrome's the server, but you're you know you need a plugin to to capture locally, and I don't think you need one to view though. 
But it is cool. Like, they definitely simplified a lot of the aspects around remote viewing. And I'm not talking, like, you know, hippy-dippy bullshit, like, spiritual mediums and stuff, remote viewing. I mean, like, like RDP, VNC, and stuff like that. They simplified a lot of that, the remote desktop, the Chrome remote desktop stuff. But yeah, so check that out. I'll put a link to that in the show notes, but that's cool stuff. But yeah, Guacamole is more for servers. So if you're in a mixed environment or a Windows environment, you might have a lot of use for it because, like I said, it does VNC and RDP and SSH, but like you can, there's a million and a half ways of getting Can it run on Windows? You know, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's HTML5, so I presume so. But I don't know what it uses like for the VNC and RDP libraries. I mean, it's Apache, and Apache does like they're really fond of cross-platform stuff. So I would imagine so. Let's see. Let, let's check downloads here. I'm looking. I'm looking. Oh, you can apparently install it using Docker. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. What the fuck? So I'm only seeing tarballs, source tarballs. So I don't know. I have no idea. Well, their example video on their front page, they're logging in and getting to a Windows desktop. Yeah, because it supports RDP, Jathan. Were you not paying attention to but, anything I've been saying? No, it supports RDP. <sighs> okay, but I'm saying... Jeez. Okay, okay, okay. So I've never looked at the install docs for this. Uh-huh. So you're saying that the server doesn't necessarily run on the computer you're actually accessing? No, it uses VNC, oh, okay. RDP, and SSH. Those I are see, all remote protocols. Okay, okay. Oh, gosh. Right, but I mean, you could be you're running... You're killing me, Smalls. You could be running VNC on the machine that you're using VNC to access. What? Never mind. Never mind. It doesn't matter. The server that Guacamole connects to, the thing you want to view, that has to run a VNC, RDP, or SSH yes. daemon. I or see. Or server, I or see. whatever. Service, if you're Windows, right? I am seeing all the things now. Okay. Okay, he ceased forever. Yeah, so that's Guacamole. Now, alternatively, you know, SSH, we talk about SSH a ton. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on it. I did want to briefly mention, I feel like we've mentioned it before, but reverse SSH is really stupid easy to do. Google it. You'll find about 5 million articles telling you how to do it. But it is very handy in these instances where you need to perhaps work around unexpected network topology or network topology that's out of your control. And it's also a good way to get the ops team and security team mad at you if you are not supposed to be SSHing. So, you know, bear that in mind. It is, some may view it as a very handy method for perhaps providing remote support to on-site customers. And others may view it as just purely an exfiltration method. So, <laughs> so your method, you know, your your mileage may vary, but that is a thing. Uh, you know, Google it. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. Now, I did also want to mention Vinegar and Gnome Terminal. Both are tabbed. You know, Gnome Terminal is just a it's a regular terminal emulator. Really, any tabbed terminal terminal emulator is great. Probably a necessity, I would say, at this point, because otherwise you're going to have, like, 15 windows open that are all the terminal. That's dumb. Just tab it, you know. But Vinegar does something where it, it lets you... It's a VNC and SSH manager where it takes that tab process a little bit further. It lets you connect to multiple hosts within one window, and they can be VNC, they can be SSH, whatever. Tying on to that, Vinegar is like a, a GNOME thing. The more 
cross desktop environment, and I think there's also a Windows port, is Remina. Remina is fantastic. I cannot sing my praises of Remina uh, enough if you're doing any kind of remote management. It, it's, what? I like Remina. It's okay. I like it. I what like do you mean it. it's okay? It's good enough. It's good enough for the purpose it serves. Well, but what what's better than Remina, Jathan? I don't know if there's necessarily a better option, but I had a lot of issues with it when I used it with i3. Maybe that's okay, because well, that's i3 is terrible. I don't. No, I don't think it's terrible, terrible, but it's way Jathan. Well, obviously you sure. can't run Remina in it. Well, no, I would <laughs> obviously. I, I had occasionally get I had into no a problems situation. With Remina and i3. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, that's just, do you want some kind Clearly of, I'm better than Jathan. Yes. a cookie. That seems, going on seems to be the case. Yeah, so Jathan not knowing how to configure his, his desktop environment aside, no. Remina is fantastic. It's got plugins for RDP. I think that's they're included by default. VNC, SSH. And you guys know when we're talking RDP, we're talking about remote desktop protocol, right? Like Windows is saying. I mean, yes. Okay. If you don't know what RDP is, I mean, yeah, I cause for worry, right? But there's there's always someone. If there's one thing I've learned, there's always someone, right? Sure. There's there's always someone. Yeah. So it, I mean, it even supports an ultra VNC. Like ultra VNC has their own proprietary VNC protocol you can use. It supports that Team Viewer, and there's a Team Viewer plugin for Remina, and it also like it supports RDP like file sharing. Like, you know, you can connect to a RDP server and, and share a directory locally so you can copy files in between and it just shows up as like a network share on the on the RDP server. A lot of different things. It's fantastic. It's it's arguably the best remote viewing, for at least for RDP that I've seen. I might opt for Vinegar for VNC just because I like the interface a little bit better. But vinegar, yeah, V I N A G R E, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll put that in the show notes. But yeah, Remina, oh my gosh, it's 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 great, it's fantastic. I do, I like it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like it. I I, it's the one that I go to when it I, lets when you I do it like lets that. you do grouping. If you've used, yeah. oh, what is it, RDC Man, RDC Manager on Windows, it's very similar oh, okay. to that. Yeah. It'll take you a while to get used to the interface, but it will feel very similar once you get used to like how the interface itself is different like the features are all there it's just the layout is different yeah and you know obviously it's the same but different yeah same but different (laughs) exactly and then obviously like i said like multi-tab terminal emulators are important so you can have multiple ssh sessions open tying into that is biobu biobu b i still don't know how to pronounce it i I can spell it i don't know yeah i always say biobu because biobu sounds Dumb. But it's a Japanese word, so I guess I could just sounds like boob. I could just check Google Translate, I guess, and have it pronounce it for me. It's basically a wrapper over screen or Tmux, depending on what you have installed and what you configure. It can use either or both, depending on the user. Yeah, but screen isn't even available on CentOS eight or stream, so is Tmux? Yes. Yeah. So it's time to move. Tmux on. is better. Tmux rules. Yeah, I agree. It's good. I will be the first to say Tmux is better than Screen. And Screen's great for like quick one-off things, but if you need a yeah, mul- like a, a good solid, what would you even call that? Window sessioned shell? You really can't beat Tmux on that. Yeah, yeah. But what what Biobo does is it, it wraps around that and will automatically connect to if there's an existing Screen or Tmux session when you log in through SSH, obviously, or it'll just spawn one. And it, it's got a, some nice theming options. 
built-in plugins for like displaying system stats in, in a lower information bar. It's really cool. I definitely check it, would check it out. It's probably the only Ubuntu project that's worth installing. <laughs> Don't denigrate uh, people. Is... Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Sorry, you don't listen anymore. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's actually solid quality. It's solid quality. I'm kidding around. Like Ubuntu's had some other good stuff that they released, but it was probably the only one I used Canonical, on a regular basis. Canonical, you mean? Canonical, whatever. And then the last thing I wanted to mention was Mobax term. It fucking sucks. Don't bother with it. I'm mentioning it for the sake of completionness. I, I, I use it every day and I hate it. 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 It's like Windows and Linux at the same time. And it's, <laughs> and it's just shit. Yeah. So I, it it wow. kind of tries to do the same thing as Biobu, but in the sense yeah. that like it caches a local session. So if you get disconnected, you, you can run commands, sort of, but... And, you know, the, once you reconnect, it'll run them and then return them back. But that's if you're disconnected from a network connection, you want to know you're disconnected from a network connection. You know, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, right. right. It's like falling back to a local cache of a website with it being totally transparent. And that's dumb. You know, that's really dumb. So, I mean, it's worth mentioning because it was popular. It's not quite as popular anymore. I think people are finally realizing that it's it's kind of a pointless concept. But like, you know, if you like it, whatever works for you, check it out. Don't take my word for it, but I'm right. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, you're not going to hurt anything by installing it and trying it out. But the other thing I hate is it can't use native SSH. It's got to run its own thing. I hate that. I mean, I don't know why you'd ever use it on anything but Windows. What, Mobax term? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I guess, but I mean, I'm, I'm just approaching it from like the SSH side, but like, it just doesn't make, why? What was the, what was the, who sat down and thought, you know what I need? A caching SSH client, you know? <laughs> Somebody somewhere did that. Yeah, Absolutely. but why? <laughs> who thought that was a good idea? Well, I, I don't know. I honestly have no idea. It doesn't make sense. That was a good idea. It doesn't make sense to me. Hmm. But that's all I wanted to mention. Jathan, I think you wanted to talk about some more graphical options. Yeah, I was going to mention X2Go, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I would say is closer to being on par functionality-wise with Guacamole. But yeah. it has to run X2Go server on the machine you want to log into. Now, to be fair, X2Go is probably the closest thing we have to RDP for Linux possibly it is based on i think free nx yeah yeah I, I i remember it being very at least in functionality if not code base yeah but yeah i mean it is it is really the closest thing we have to rdp it's in other words it's not just bnc it's got built-in security encryption and all that i mean to be fair nowadays rdp does too but not bnc you can kind of do it with bnc but it's 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 hacky and not all clients support it because it's not part of the widely accepted bnc spec I'm getting off track here, but it is the closest thing we have to RDP. I mean, it does let you do file sharing. It does let you do actual desktop sessions, not just viewing the current session like VNC. To be fair, X11 VNC does let you spawn a new X session. But if you're not using X, if you're using like something like Wayland, you're fucked. So yeah. yeah, so I would definitely, if you're looking for like terminal services for Linux, X2Go is your answer. Full stop. 
you know, that's that should be your first stop there is, is that is terminal services for Linux. That's it. So, yeah, I'd agree with that. Yep. Did you have any, anything else you wanted to talk about, Jaylon? No, that was pretty much it. I mean, I used Dex2Go a lot at CU. Mm-hmm. Some people needed to run graphical applications on the compute cluster, and that served as a pretty good option. Yeah. And since it, you know, is a, an, a real session that you can reconnect to, you don't have to worry about, like, an SSH X forward connection dying and then killing your application. So, yeah. So I guess we could say it's like Biobu, but for graphical shit. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. I think GDM also has native remote sessions, but they're shit. Yeah. I think they might have even removed yeah. it because of how terrible it was. What is with this idea of remote access to GDM or whatever? Like, uh, come on. Like, I'm just tired of it. Make my shit work. Well, they having to do that. They needed an answer to RDP. And to be fair, that was before X2Go nah. when they did that. So, you know, they were trying to make Linux like a viable terminal, uh, like a kiosk terminal services nah. option. Oh, yeah. I, I knew about that. I just, I'm just saying, like, it's just, it's just. I don't know, yeah. man. I, just I mean, feel like it's... I, w- I would say we're there now with X to go, but yeah, like we're not. I don't know, man. I don't know. The proper way in Linux, I don't know either. I would say would be to set up some kind of central auth with like LDAP, set up NFS homeders using NFS four. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And go from there, rather than yeah. trying to directly replicate what Windows Terminal Services does, or um, the fuck's it called? Everybody hates it. Citrix. Sigwin. Citrix. Yeah, Citrix. Citrix or Sigwin? Citrix. Citrix is terrible. Sigwin is the guys who who make the... uh, Right. Yeah, they make the Windows Linux-like subsystem. Not Windows subsystem for Linux, but it's before that. Right. No, I know. I know. Yeah, no. Yeah, Citrix. Citrix Citrix is the... sucks. Yeah. I hate Citrix so much. Oh, it's just just terrible. Then that's... Why is it so terrible? That's closer to what remote GDM was. But you know, I don't, I don't. I haven't seen like anything about anyone actually using it. So, if that doesn't tell you anything, <laughs> yeah, tells me a lot. Jason, <laughs> so, so you have anything else besides uh, X to go? No, that was pretty much what I was going to add. Okay, Peyton, did you have anything that we haven't mentioned? Um, no. Stop trying to remote manage things. <laughs> well, you signal kind of use necessity. Tor. You signal. <laughs> I mean, okay, listen, I, I okay. Yeah, I'm gonna SSH into my box with SSH. Guys, I should I should write an SMS gateway to SSH. Don't do that. If you need to RDP into a box, please don't do it from outside of your network, okay? Well, you can if you got a VPN. I don't know how I feel about that. Oh, I'm fine with it. Okay. As long as it's VPN. Alright, think of like think of like all the people now telecommuting, right? Uh-huh. And yeah, how much it's I, I know what you're saying. I know. I know. I know. Like, you need to access those servers somehow. And, and yeah, granted, now you do have PowerShell Remote, which is nice. But there does come a point where for some things, especially legacy things, you know, you're not running, what was it? The thing Server 2019 had with Windows, like, where it's where you had the option of just going straight command line instead of having a, a GUI yeah. stack. You know, like, if it's an older server, they don't have that option. So... You know, sometimes you do need to access that layer to do anything in, at least in Windows. So, yeah. Yeah, I know. So, Jathan. It's weird. It's weird, isn't it? Jathan, if I have a, a, if I have a terminal services server mm-hmm. and there are 
20 seats and five of them are occupied, how many users can I add? Wait, 15. How many sessions can 25. I add, I should say? 3 million. You're going to have to run this million. by me again. All right. I've got a terminal services server. It's got a license for 20 seats. Yes. Five people are connected. Uh-huh. How many people can connect? How many new people can connect? How many new sessions? Now, I don't I don't know a lot about this technology. So here, let me let me just Google it real quick. What, what's it called? <laughs> Windows Terminal Server? Terminal Services. Licenses mm-hmm. per person per host. Are they all connected to the same host or what's going on? Yeah, they're all going to the same yeah, host. So there's, there's licensing per device or per user. Mm. Per device. <laughs> per device? Jason, Jason, I think you might be... You might be overcomplicating this. No, no, no. Okay. I guess it'd be a per user license. I don't know. I don't. I don't handle the licensing bullshit. Okay. Given the context clue, Jayvan, of the time we're in into the episode, <sighs> and that we have just finished talking about the main topic, and I've presented you with some numbers and some very simple math. Five. What? No. Sorry, I was working on something. Fifteen. <laughs> Fifteen. Fifteen. Why don't you give us your fifteen clams? Oh, <laughs> that yeah. was the most painful one yet. I know. I, I know. He's I'm milking it for it. all it's worth each episode. I was done though. with it. I was done with it as soon as you started doing it. I was just like, <laughs> oh, God, here we go. Yeah. All right. Come on, Jayton. So essentially, I was. Uh, all right. So I know we all have mixed feelings about containers and Docker and shit. And I don't want to get into it. I'm not a huge fan of Docker. Containers are bad. Con- okay. Uh, uh, Docker's okay for some things, not for others. It has its place. Whatever. Not prod. Whatever. I don't <laughs> care. It's irrelevant to what I'm talking about. Okay. And your feelings don't matter to me anyway. Not a feeling. It's a measured risk assessment. Yes, okay. Anyway, so you may have read that uh, Docker Desktop is going to move towards a licensed model, and it will be a paid-for product. Uh-huh. So... Mm-hmm. 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 Essentially, you know, depending on the size of your organization, what kind of work you do, whatever, you're going to be fine. Essentially, though, Docker runs natively on Linux, but on Mm -hmm. Mac OS or Windows, where you can download, install, run Docker, what actually happens behind the scenes is Docker Desktop creates a virtual machine and runs your containers on that and just kind of exposes Docker to your user space as if it's running locally. Okay. So without Docker Desktop, there's not really another option on Mac OS necessarily short of spinning up your own vm and doing all that legwork so a couple things one i hear that rancher is coming out with rancher desktop which may make this kind of a it may be a viable alternative i don't know i've never used rancher i don't know anything about rancher i know it's some kind of orchestration tool i've used it but it's interesting that's about it i personally i have been playing around with minikube which is basically like a one node local Kubernetes cluster that spins up in a VM, either in VirtualBox or HyperKit on macOS, or I can use libvirt on Linux if I can get it working, (laughs) or whatever. And so, actually, when you spin up Minikube, you can run a command, basically, that will change a couple of environment variables, and it will automatically expose its sort of Docker instance inside of this virtual machine that it spins up so it behaves very much the same as docker desktop just without the gui Mm -hmm. and so the reason i bring that up is because you know like my employer we have enough people that we would probably have to pay for docker desktop 
I don't use Docker enough for me to personally put in a ticket and justify spending the money on it, I don't think. And so I've just been fucking around with Minikube, and I've not really used Kubernetes proper at all. I've not deployed anything to Kubernetes. I've just installed Minikube for the purposes of messing with Docker. There are some challenges, like if you need to interact with the Docker socket, Docker Desktop makes that a little bit more feasible than... You can still do it with Minikube. I POC'd that today and it worked, but it's not super easy or clean. It's definitely, this wouldn't be a solution necessarily for most people, you know, like average users. Like mm -hmm. you probably wouldn't want to throw this at your development team and just say, oh, figure this out. But <laughs> for a, you know, a Linux sysadmin who may it's work... It's a shame because they're really the only valid use cases for containers, but continue. But for like a Linux sysadmin or, or a Linux admin who has to occasionally spin up a container and maybe you use Mac OS, if you don't qualify for the free tier of Docker desktop anymore based on their restrictions, the size of your company, the type of work you're doing, whatever the hell it may be, check out Minikube. I have loosely decided that, uh, if you guys remember, I made a couple of YouTube videos about ZFS on Arch. Mm -hmm. And they're actually pretty, pretty popular. I mean, for a channel with 41 subscribers, I've got a couple thousand views. I've got 100% thumbs up, you know, positive feedback. Of course, Peyton's going to go thumbs down my video now. <laughs> no, I'll thumbs up it for you. You'll be all right. So I'm thinking when podcast is over, I'm going to take a good long break, but I'm going to start producing some more content on YouTube and just see where that takes me. And alongside it, I'm going to start filling out my personal wiki as documentation for all these things that I've been working on. Hey, Jathan, I think your board started again. Why? <laughs> <laughs> you're cutting in and out I don't think it Thank did goodness. well you're cutting in and out maybe it's that mountain ISP I'm not even at the house well I don't know what to tell you but we've Sounds lost terrible. we've lost 404 of your packets or 405 mm -hmm. rather well, whatever mm -hmm. anyway so I may at some point you know make a, a small video about alternatives to docker desktop mm -hmm. in my opinion is it really something you can say it's an alternative to if it doesn't even have a GUI? I don't think something has to be exactly 100% feature Well, no, parity. I mean... It uh, can accomplish the same things as Docker Desktop, just in a slightly different manner. Yes and no. It, I mean, it, that's... Would that's I call like it a saying... direct replacement for Docker Desktop? No. Would I call it a viable alternative for some more tech-savvy users? All right, users? Let, me put it, yes. let me put it this way, Jathan. You can do everything in RD, through RDP that you can through PowerShell Remote. Yeah. Would you it. call PowerShell Remote an alternative? I don't to know enough about them to make the case one way or the other. Anyway, I, again, <laughs> I, it, you can decide for yourself whether it's a okay. viable choice for what you need to do with Docker. Mm -hmm. If you are actually doing local Kubernetes development, I think it's pretty highly recommended. So you should check it mm -hmm. out anyway. And, you know. Like I said, maybe Rancher Desktop will come along and be great. I don't know what their pay model will look like or not. And stop using containers and prod. You're not Google. Oh, actually, it looks like Rancher yeah. Desktop is already available. Hmm. But it's only it? version is, is it 0. proprietary or? Only version 0. 0.6. It's labeled as pre-release. So use yeah. at your own risk. Risk. Um, but there's like a little... containers and prod. Now, here's what I can tell you, though. I mean... <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's, you know, whatever. I don't care. Okay. Were you going to finish that thought or? No, I try not to finish stuff. <laughs> we noticed. I'm just looking. I'm looking at the quick demo video of Rancher Desktop. It looks. Mm. Okay. So here, Rancher Desktop, viable 
actual replacement for Docker desktop. There you go. Looks to be free. Go try it out. Somebody let me know if it's fucking good. Okay? Do they have to? No, it'd just be nice. Okay. It's always noticed me that telling Jathan you what's good. Has, Somebody tell Jathan me what's good. has us do, like, all of the evaluation for him. Like, no, hey, I'm talking to this the fans. Li- Literally just before the show started, you're like, hey, can you get Miniki working with your Libvert? And I was like, I'm not fucking doing that. Well, I've, I've got since gotten it working. Much, five minutes. I've got too much shit to do. Five minutes before we started recording. I have since to do something. gotten it working. Well, good for you. You were working on it during our show, Jathan? Well, Peyton yammers a lot. What? No, it was just, it was right at the beginning. It turns out that mm-hmm. I just had a misconfiguration with my firewall. What? <laughs> of course. Was well, time I always forget that slower for you this time? I always forget that Shorewall... If you're dealing with an interface that you don't tell it about, it basically just blocks everything. Yeah. Oh, it's just uh, fair. That's, you know, that's good. But in something like Firewall D, you can set a default zone for, like, unmanaged interfaces. Right. So, yeah. And I do run Firewall D on most of my Arch stuff now. You know you can can glob interface names in Shorewall? No, I didn't know that. Well, you should have done that. But they have to exist at at runtime, right? Mm Mm-mm. No, they can be created afterwards. Huh. As long as you set it with the optional keyword in the interface is fine. Oh, right. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all I got. Yeah. Great. Any closing remarks on anything we've talked about? Anyone? I'd like to, I'd just like to say that I had a great time listening to the last week's last time's podcast, and I'm hoping that this one is just as good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it probably wasn't. And but... uh, We haven't talked about the shit show. Yeah, I was going to do it after closing remarks. Oh, okay. okay. Do we have a date? Yeah, December 3rd. Yeah, we already had, we had a date a long time ago. Oh, we should talk about another game night at some point, too. I'd like to, I'd like to I do don't, that. I, yeah, I really want to do one. I don't know if I'll have one scheduled before the season ends. Honestly? I hope to. I, I have to talk fine. to you guys about a couple of dates in general. Uh-huh. But, but well, you can do it off the air. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it off the air. Yeah. But yeah, so if you're not in our Discord yet already... Please join because we keep all of this kind of like announcements and stuff on our Discord. Bingo. We pin them and everything. He's 100% and we right. We actually have a lot of good time. A lot of good times. A lot, yeah, lot, lot of good stuff good is said. Lots of memes. Large party. Lots of memes. Large party. Huge. Dranks. Huge party. Huge. Dranks. Yeah. What's up, Dranks? Shout out to Dranks. Not big. <laughs> Shout out to A-Mayor. Shout out to us. Shout out to Clans Shout out to my Lions. wife. I, sh- this is my- I already shouted her out, but I'll shout her out again. Shout out to Johnny uh, Christmas. Shout Johnny out to Christmas, you know what? Yeah. Shout, out to, shout out to Luxter Seven Seven. Luxter, listen, just don't point a gun at me, okay, Adam Baldwin. <laughs> shout out to Tech Stewart. I hope you're still alive. It was Alec Baldwin. Yeah, that's too soon. That's you. What I said. Wow. Oh, I thought I said. It's I thought you said Adam. Alec. I said Alec. Okay, got it. Maybe I said. Maybe I said Adam. Mm. I meant Alec. Whatever. Got that one. The, the one shout who recently was in the news for it. Sale. Yeah, my wife, Mirth of the Wicked, Nasbig. Are you Nasbig. just going through the server listing? Yeah, he's literally list? reading sure. right now. <laughs> Shout out to Owen Yeager. Okay, okay, Owen all right, all right, all right. So the Jathan, yeah, the key of Owen Yeager's oh, okay. in our okay. Discord. Yeah, yes, that's hilarious. I don't, do you know him? I don't know. Him. <laughs> yeah, he went to high school with me. Oh, should I? Oh yeah, that's right. I you trust him, dude. Well, we'll talk about no. it later. We'll talk about it off air. No. Yeah. So, like I said, join our Discord. Sysadministrivia.com slash contact. You will find a link to our, you will find a Discord invite link there. Mm -hmm. You will. 
We post all of our announcements on Discord. We have a Game Night channel where we post all of our Game Night info. Sure do. So if you're interested in joining us for the shit show, which is, you know, as we said, December 3rd, or a, a Game Night, which we haven't really scheduled yet. We haven't scheduled the next one yet, but we'll announce it on Discord when we do. Make sure you're uh, hooked in and you've got your proper notifications set up for those channels. And we will ping you when we have details. <laughs> yes, we will. Yes, Don't we will. ping yes, we will. them. No, I'm, I'm ping here. Ad here. Yeah, I do an at here, not at everyone. At here. Which, in Discord at least, it only pings everyone who's actually active online. No, not at here. It's at here. Just at here. Not, no, at the at symbol here. Yeah, so we'll we'll be providing more information on that. And yeah, I think that's it, right? Jathan, closing remarks? No, no. This was great. You're all fantastic folks. Great. I got nothing. All right. Well, this has been System Minutes Trivia. I'm Brent. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Tech Boy. <laughs> See you around. <laughs>